Blog Talk Radio. Episode 48 of the Barbershop Window Podcast. I am your host, Chris Vigilante, here as always, joined currently by uh, one of our co-hosts, the other one hopefully soon will follow, Shane, our friend, say hello to the few people who actually listen to us. I'm making tea. As you as you did tell me before, and I'm sure our listeners are dying to know, what kind of tea is it? It's a bedtime uh, chamomile tea that promotes restful sleep. Well, you shouldn't be drinking that now. I'm sure everyone wants, you know, the usual lively, peppy Shane that we get each and every time we actually do a show. I mean, I'm not going to – it's not like a roofie. I'm not going to drink it and pass out. But I, I actually love this tea. I drink it, like, every – like, frequently. I drink it in the middle of the afternoon. It's, like, my favorite type of tea. That is wonderful. I am myself not a big tea person. Uh, I, I I drink a lot of coffee. That's my drink of choice. Yeah, I drink coffee too. It's okay. I like tea. That's ah, cool. And as exciting as this conversation is, I'm sure the people want to hear us actually talk about professional wrestling or sports entertainment. Uh, so I guess we'll talk about that. Um, I guess we'll focus mostly on Monday Night Raw and what happened last night, unless you have something else that you want to discuss instead. I'm open to suggestions. Uh, no, I'm down to focus on Raw. Okay, well, I mean, obviously the the main thing out of Raw is uh, what I like to call Operation Royal Rumble Band-Aid. Uh, or, you know, basically the WWE coming out with its version of how are we going to try to put some kind of uh, band-aid and go into damage control over the way that the Royal Rumble played out. And that's kind of what most of the show focused around, or at least the main the main angle on the show. And before I go any further, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Rob Sanzenator to the show. Hello, Rob. Greetings from Florida. Good evening, guys. How are you guys doing? Good. Shane was telling us about his tea. Fantastic time. I'm making tea. What kind? Uh, chamomile tea. I was about to guess that. Oh, aren't you guys just the cutest couple? Not really. Anyway, let's discuss Raw. Let's what do about this. Uh, if we'll ever find true love? That's why I called it. There's no such thing. I'm sorry to break your heart. You're probably right. I am. 
Take it from me, firsthand. I have firsthand knowledge that no such thing exists. Does anyway. the Raw episode exist? It did. It did happen. As I was saying, I call it Operation Royal Rumble Band-Aids. Because it was basically damage control over the fallout from the Royal Rumble. That's what, you know, clearly what was the what was the basis of last night, where the big announcement from our our best friend Triple H was... Actually, the way it played out was kind of ridiculous, because they played it out like this announcement, what ended up being the announcement, wasn't the planned announcement, yet they didn't announce anything else. So it really doesn't make much sense. But basically, the announcement is, on the show last night, uh, Daniel Bryan would wrestle Seth Rollins, the winner of that match would then take on Roman Reigns at Fastlane, and uh, with the winner of that match getting the title shot at Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania, thereby further diluting the Royal Rumble to now being completely worthless, because apparently winning the Royal Rumble no longer means anything. For the second year. Uh, yeah. So, what did you guys? Uh, what did you guys think of Operation Band Aid? Well, real quick, Chris, you're gonna maybe explain it to me because I missed the first part of Raw. And I still don't understand the announcement. Why was Daniel Bryan even involved? And why is Seth okay. Rollins involved? What was the controversy? Well, I don't get it. Yeah, so basically, I mean, in reality, there isn't, storyline-wise, there really is no controversy. I mean, storyline-wise, there was nothing controversial about the way that the Royal Rumble finished. I mean, the, the only controversy, really, is how the fans shit on it. I mean, but that's not really a controversy as far as whether Roman Reigns legitimately won the Royal Rumble or not. But uh, and basically they basically just come out and and you know, you know, after talking about the NFL for far too long, they um they start talking about controversy and whether, you know, Roman Reigns should really get the shot at, at Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. This, you know, prompts Roman Reigns to come down and basically be like, What the fuck? And and then Brian comes out and basically you know, basically says that, you know, he never lost his title. He, he you know, he was stripped of the title. And if there's any, basically, discussion going on about possibly changing the, the WrestleMania main event, he should get the main event against Lesnar. And then that, you know, ultimately then prompted Rollins to come out and say, you know, I stole the show at Royal Rumble in the triple threat match. I broke Brock Lesnar's ribs, so I should get the uh, match, which makes, again, no sense in storyline-wise because... In this universe of you know of kayfabe, you know, where do you rationalize that the guy who lost and took the pin should get the title shot? But but that's but that's basically how it went. I mean, I'm I'm generally concerned now about how like uh like I didn't mind that opening segment, especially Casino wasn't in it. Like it was just something a little fresh. Like I didn't mind the energy. Had a weird commercial in the middle there. But um, I like Rob just said it. I mean, or you you said it, Chris. You guys are basically the same person. Like uh, two years in a row, the Royal Rumble winner like doesn't count. Like they're just destroying this historic event that's always meant something. And now next year, the fans aren't going to buy it. I mean, they're they're ruining like the most like the best pay-per-view of the year. Like it has no consequences any now. They're at the next Raw, somebody's coming to come out and say, no, I deserve it. Like why didn't Reigns just say, hey, uh, screw all of you guys. I'm not fighting anyone. I'm just going to, you know, this is my 
uh, the stipulation is that I won uh, to headline the, you know, I won the Rumble. Now I'm going to headline WrestleMania, and that's right. it. So I, yeah, I, I would understand. actually. Argue, uh, I was going to say I actually argue that this is worse than last year because at least last year when they inserted Batista, I mean uh, Daniel Bryan, Batista is still there. I mean, in theory, although I do not anticipate Reigns actually losing this match at Fastlane, I, I still completely believe it's going to be Reigns and Lesnar. But in theory, the guy who won the Rumble could be completely out of the WrestleMania main event. At least last year he was still in there. So, I mean, I would say that this is even worse than than, than what happened last year. So, I mean, obviously, being a, a Daniel Bryan fan and not a Roman Reigns fan, I'd obviously love to see Daniel Bryan in there against Brock Lesnar because I think that's the way the match should have been to begin with. But at the same time, I'm not a fan of this just overall as, you know, looking at it, you know, looking at it business-wise because, one, you're, you're making the Royal Rumble irrelevant. And as much as I don't think Roman Reigns is ready, if you're going to go with him, just just go with him because now you're diluting him and making him look like a chump. And a stupid chump, a very, very, very stupid man. Like, how, like. I don't know, like, like it goes back to like, like the heroes. You don't want them to be stronger than everyone. You want them to be smarter than everyone. Like all the, like even like Superman, like in the old movies, like Superman never outstrength like any of his opponents. He was always like a little craftier, a little smarter. Always had like a trick up his sleeve. Like Batman, like ever, like like you just like in the mythos, you want your heroes to be smarter than people. Not not like just stronger. Um and now they've just made Rome Reigns look like a big dumb idiot that 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 can be manipulated by anyone. What? I said they in fact they even went out of their way to have a segment yeah. where they basically like, look how stupid Roman Reigns is with the Triple H and Stephanie backstage segment where they were basically like, wow, that was easy. What a fucking idiot that guy is. Rob, how do you feel about my uh, my uh, integrating uh, superheroes and comic books into the... I mean, I, I'm used to it. You kind of do it with everything else we talk about. Um, so I'm not, not surprised. I was going to try and chime in and say that you relate everything back to Superman and Batman. But um, speaking of Superman and Batman, I mean, I think the only people that really have claims to, you know, I guess the Brian thing makes sense, but why wouldn't he bring this up when he first came back? You know, why would he wait till he gets eliminated early in the Rumble and then, you know, a week later say something about, like, I don't know. I mean, Rusev, I guess you could say, to the Rock interfered. And then you could even say Curtis Axel was never in the match. I kind of like... They should have this, like, conspiracy theory thing about Curtis Axel saying that people are trying to hold him back, sending him to NXT. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think there's more important things to talk about, um, like the possibility of a Daniel Bryan and Dolph Ziggler match at WrestleMania. Do you guys, actu- do you guys actually think that uh, Daniel Bryan, they're going to let Daniel Bryan uh, get into the WrestleMania main event two years in a row? And just so you know, the Fast Lane pay-per-view event is taking place in this, in Memphis, Tennessee, the same location as the Yes Movement Raw from last year. So it's going to be a very pro Daniel Bryan crowd uh, at the Fast Lane pay-per-view. You think they're going to actually have um, 
Daniel Bryan lose to Roman Reigns in a pro Daniel Bryan uh, venue? Well, I'll say this. Uh, I think no matter where they went, uh, it's going to be a more pro Daniel Bryan crowd. Yes, I do think he's going to lose. I think Daniel Bryan, um, his role here is to basically do two things. One is to put on a great match with Roman Reigns to show that he's capable of having a good match so that people are less oh, worried about him. Oh, my tea kettle. My tea kettle is boiling. My tea kettle is boiling. That's, that's wonderful. To, to show that he's capable of having a good match so people don't have to worry that the WrestleMania main event is going to be a stinker. And to end with the, with the basically, you can telegraph it already. It's going to end with him beating Brian in a good match and 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 him getting Brian's endorsement. You don't think Which, uh, Dolph Ziggler and, heel turn, where he's no, like no, Dolph the Dark Daniel Bryan? No, no. I think I think that's really just like a condes- Like I think they are going to go with Ziggler and Brian. Ultimately, and I think obviously that's going to be a great match and a potential show stealer. But it's really, it's really just a way to be like, you know, I'll throw a bone to you, internet fans. Like here you go, good boy. You know, hey, look, a shiny new toy. Like look, it's Dolph Ziggler versus Daniel Bryan. Woo! Like yeah, I'm so excited. The fact that they're like open the show probably, even though they deserve to be all the way up at the top of the card. But we gave you these internet fans, uh, you know, a match with these two internet darlings. It's just a distracting technique that is completely see-through. And, I mean, I do think they're going to go that way because I just don't see Brian going in the main event. We should open uh, Mania with an hour-long match. Eight hours? Okay. No, eight hour long. Oh, an hour long. What do you think, Shane, about those things? Spot of tea, anyone? Uh, we're all in different locations, but otherwise, but but I but if I was there, I would I would gladly uh, sample your tea. I'm breaking the fourth wall. We're not together, people. We're all in different places. Together in spirit. I I mean the the Ziggler tweets were WWE creative uh, back. There wasn't anything yep. organic, obviously. I mean, you can still get excited about that match, but that's a stupid match. There's no storyline there whatsoever. You're stupid. Look, I know you're it, angry, but leave the tea alone. <laughs> it's just the way. Yeah, it's it, it's going to be. It would be a great match, but it's of no consequence, and it's just a way to for them to try to keep the quote unquote internet fans happy. And keep them quiet, so that you know. While so that it, they appear to be giving the internet fans what they want, while at the same time continuing to hold those two guys down and push who they feel like. Pushing. If they do that, if they do that, it's completely going to backfire anyway, because they're going to have a barn burner, a slobber knocker, as Jr. would say, in the beginning of the pay per view. Then everyone's going to be pissed the entire rest of WrestleMania because they're not seeing that match. It's a lose-lose. They can't do that. Daniel Bryan's just going to ruin another WrestleMania. He sucks. Get off my TV screen. He's horrible. I, Shane, can't, uh, you, I can't wait till he's drink- miserable and, and Bella, that Bella girl takes all his money from him and divorces him. And he has to live in a studio apartment in Sunnyside, Queens, drinking tea and doing podcasts. Shane, do you remember the That'd movie American Splendor about uh, Harvey Pekar? 
It uh, it was with uh, Paul Giamatti. No, you neck-bearded hipster. Don't ask me that. He drank chamomile tea in that movie, just like you. And he lived in a small, dingy uh, studio apartment. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's... I have to bring up two uh, two other things. Let's start with one. How were you surprised, uh, and, and I want to hear your reaction to it, as I was, when they actually announced that the Rusev versus John Cena match would be for the United States title? Uh, I mean, I think the only I think the only thing behind this really is to so people actually think that Rusev could win this match because the I think the idea is to be like, well, they're never going to put the the I the the US title on John Cena. Why not? Maybe he'll bring out the spinner US title. I think I think yeah, it's well, gonna I think end they in a no contest. The I think I think it's I gonna think end in a no contest title. and they're gonna have a rematch at WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I think it's gonna be cheap Rusev win uh or no year. Or no contest, but I don't think I don't think they'll do that. I mean, maybe, but like cheap Rusev win leading to Cena getting his revenge at WrestleMania and killing Rusev as he has so yeah, many. I, I, don't, I don't care about Cena, so I don't even want. I, that's, those are my only. Thoughts okay, about well, it. on a similar in a similar note, how, can we can can we officially mourn the uh, the career or at least the push of Dean Ambrose? As he has now been relegated to an intercontinental title feud with Wade Barrett. I, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. I mean, he we had the U.S. title for a long time. I think it could be a good intercontinental title. I mean, that felt you know lost all its prestige, but who knows? Uh, I I read somewhere online where they'd want like a like a three way hardcore match or no 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 holds barred match between uh, Harper. Ambrose and Barrett, you know, and let them all kind of go. So you're saying that winning the Intercontinental title wouldn't be a horrible thing for Dean Ambrose? I don't think it would be a horrible thing. I mean, look at how crowded the main event picture is right now. I mean, I think eventually in a year he he could be feuding with uh, the main event. Yeah, I know you're going through that. Maybe a main event of next next year's WrestleMania could be, you know, the Shield triple threat for the championship, you know, eventually down the line. I mean, you can't push so everyone title, at the same mean. time. Yeah, the, the 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 world title, the WWE championship, whatever. I'd be so happy at the same that time. Happened. Yeah. Hey, sure. Why not? <laughs> now, can we talk about like my favorite part of Raw? Um, was the Bellas? the Bellas on commentary? Yeah, for sure. They were really good. They're really good heels. They were making fun of Paige. Um, They're calling her Casper. I, I thought they were pretty good. What do you, no, you think, Shane? He's Rod's trolling. I'm just really not trolling. trolling. I really trying think to get they a were reaction from me. No, podcast. he's trying to get a reaction from me because the Bellas were so terrible. That was that was the worst yeah. thing I've ever heard. When they it was, said it was the only time they called out uh, Paige and AJ for being different, and they were like, "No, we're the ones that are different. All these girls that come in here, they're all the same. We're the only ones that are different. Like it's reverse, like almost you're like reverse racism." Mark. Oh my God, you're such a horrible wait, wait, wait. Mark. I can't believe. What makes them different? They 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 suck the right dick, right? 
Uh, that goes a very long way. <laughs> Rob's just met because I like Paige. I have a big uh, crush on Paige. Not I'm as big as Chris does. Old. Chris, Chris you more. I love Paige and AJ. I like both of them. He loves yeah, her. Have you see that, Chris? The true love doesn't exist, and he loves her. This is the guy who said true love doesn't exist a minute ago, and now he loves her. I, I did not say love. Woman on did, TV. I, did I just say the word love? I don't think I ever said that. You just said you love Paige. I said I like Paige. <laughs> no, you said you love her. Okay. Where do we go? I love her. Paige? I love. I love. I love. I, I. I asked. Yeah, but I didn't say it was true love. Hey, all right. Yeah, because true love doesn't exist, right? I would love to sleep with Paige. Is that better? Oh yeah, it's just gross. The lawyer, the lawyer, and you are coming out. Not that you're a lawyer or anything. Okay. But uh, I don't know. I fell asleep during that match. I, I heard the the commentary the next day, but when you fell asleep, I, you were know, you dreaming of Paige? No, actually, I wasn't. I don't. I don't remember my dreams. So I most of the time. So I would write them down you. and keep a uh, dream journal like me. That way, I, can, I, I actually, write them down if I don't remember them. Do lucid dreaming. It's really interesting. Okay, and then you more importantly, better. I think. Over time, yeah. I think the most important yeah, thing we should really talk remembering about remembering your dream. Yeah, I'm in all honesty, very good at in, I'm actually very good at interpreting dreams. I know like all about the, you know, like the dream, like what happens in your dream. Basically, you dream from a completely egocentric world. So whatever is happening to other people, you're doing to them. Okay. Well, in your dream, it'll be really wild. Shane's making everyone tea, um, and I'm just grilling yeah. cheeseburgers. He's but, the Mad uh, Hatter. More right? He's like Alice in Wonderland Tea Party. Yeah, really, really important. I think we should spend the rest of the podcast talking about the importance of the podcast with uh, Stone Cold and Triple H. KFAB does yes, not exist that. anymore. How? I mean, how? I mean, I was in shock when I when I turned it on, and like Triple H is talking about kind of doing porn, and. Uh, Daniel Bryan and okay, Roman yeah, Reigns. Let's talk about that. Unbelievable. Let's talk I mean, about that fact... for a second. How do you justify, and I'll open this to you both, you guys, and I'm not the first person to say this today, but how do you justify the comment of China shouldn't get into the Hall oh, of Fame because she's been born when okay, you let in Mike Tyson, who's a convicted rapist? Whatever. It, it's just like, it's an excuse for that question. I'm talking about the larger issue of fact that they're acknowledging so openly, like the ending of Raw, Triple H is like, I'll, talk, I'll, I'll address that on the podcast Stone Cold right now, and turns around and walks away, and shows up yeah, completely yeah. out of character, completely out of character, saying KFAB doesn't exist, we're in the reality era, I mean, publicly acknowledging uh, smart marks, and how some people know more about the inside of the business and things before that the wrestlers actually do, I, mean, I thought that was really, I mean, I honestly think that podcast and I, I only caught part, I mean, not all of it, and I was falling asleep while I was listening to it. I mean, I, th- this could be like like a watershed moment, like the way that, obviously Vince did it in his own way, but you could kind of tell Vince was controlling somewhat of what he said, you know, you know, and maybe they say he wasn't totally truthful. What he said, Triple H, like, I actually believed everything the guy said for the most part, you know? He wasn't holding back. For the most part. What do you think, Shane? Um, I'd actually like to hear more of your thoughts, uh, 
because you're a real like wrestling historian, I think. The, um, just like what's it? What is, is it positive? Is it negative? I just thought like I I don't hate Triple H. Like I think he brings some positives. I think he brings some negatives again. But I mean, I just think it just was him being too cool for everyone again. Like he never I, breaks that image. Like even here. Yeah. But just in your quickly, perspective, like yeah, I'll touch on quickly and kind like I honestly and it's, the thing that shocked me almost the most when I think about it, he acknowledged like that it's Vince's call and everything. It comes down to one man. You know, I said, and sometimes they get stuff right, sometimes they get stuff wrong. But boy, when they're right, I mean, he 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 pretty much said, "Look, Vince is is God in this universe." Do you know what I mean? And I think sometimes plays his character so well and is such a perfect heel that it's almost believable, you know, that he's burying people in real life. And sure, maybe he's an asshole to certain people, but you know what? If you get along with someone, and, you, and you're not friends with someone, or you're the real enemy in real life. They're going to be an asshole to them too. Of course, people are going to have bad stories about him. From what the NXT people said and what I read, um, and his development of these people and the people he's brought in uh, and given a chance to, and you could tell he kind of cares about it a lot. I mean, either he's he's the best actor in the world, or you could tell he really cares. You know, I think it's a positive thing, and he's. You know, the fact that Vince has all his control, I can't believe they just went out and said it like that. I mean, we know it, but you don't even that right. Chris? Oh, yeah, I mean, I agree with everything you with everything you said. I mean, I mean, I, I, I mean, unfortunately, kayfabe is dead, uh, and, and what he said wasn't uh, untrue. I don't have as much of a problem with it once the show goes off the air, and this is kind of a, the whole point of this is kind of to cater to those smart fans who are going to listen to this thing. Um, so I don't mind that that much. In fact, I like getting kind of a glimpse of of the backstage stuff. It was nice to have him actually speak candidly about the backstage stuff. Um, he kind of he kind of threw Vince under the ball. I mean, yeah, like we all knew that Vince, uh, you know, was the controlling factor. But but not not just that he he basically confirmed that that's the case. But basically, in a not in a subtle way, was basically saying, hey, everything you complain about, that's Vince. <laughs> so, no, I mean, don't so so what does Roman Reigns tell you when you tell him he's, he's going to win the Royal Rumble? I mean, like, right. it's like you, never, you never expect to hear stuff like that. It's almost shocking, even to uh, people yeah, like I us. Agree. That, you know, it's, uh, At the same time, uh, I'm not a Triple H fan. Uh, I do think he's, you know, buried a lot of people in his own, you know, to, to, to enhance himself over the years and wouldn't be where course, he is. How do you think he got where he got? Stephanie McMahon. Like, yeah, but, I, yeah. Same time, let me just get one more point and then you guys can take over. At the same time, given what he's doing with NXT and how much I enjoy that show, and assuming that he has you know a large hand and that he's basically the Vince McMahon of NXT, I'm ready to at least give this guy a shot and see what he can do with the main with the main shows. Because Vince is way well, out of touch. I mean, well, I, no, I mean I agree with you there, but then. I mean, come on, you guys are forgetting about, yes, ah, Jesus Christ, I hate sounding like such a mark again, but you guys you guys are just forgetting, yeah. there, there's this Vince thing where everything's kayfabe, you know, like everything's kayfabe, you protect that completely, and then there's this Hunter thing, like, yeah, he might be a little more in touch with the audience and, and, and the fans, and knows, like, and knows to a degree, like, what the fans want to see, but again, he's just like so cool for everyone, and, and he's in a way he's kind of catering to the smart marks. Then 
there's Paul Heyman, who, I mean, the SmackDown years were so entertaining under his, his, his reign, you know, when he had, the, had control. There was still kayfabe. He's cutting, like, the best promos on that one road that made you, you know, you, that sold you, like, a legitimate story between Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar, still in kayfabe. I mean, like, when I, I know this wasn't the conversation we were having, but when you're bringing up, like, big, like, uh, people that should, could have control over the WWE and, like, like, my point was saying Paul Heyman, there's kind of a middle ground to do it. Like, when you're still, get, still keeping kayfabe, still giving the fans what they want, but not completely catering to the, the smart mark. There's a way to do it, like, instead of just burning all bridges on either end. I agree. I have one final yeah. point. Oh, we, we only um, have about two minutes. I was going to say, we only have about two minutes left. But uh, What do you guys, because this is more your guys' uh, um, uh, wheelhouse, uh, Silva and drug tests uh, for P- PEDs before the Nick gets fight. You guys hear about that yet? I did not yeah. hear about that. Yeah. Still, okay, wait, let me just Wait, wait, let me say. So Silva apparently in a pre-fight test, pre-fight, which isn't as, that's like a random test. Like, it could have been like three months before the fight. But he got popped for uh, Andro and then another, like, performance-enhancing drug. And Nick Diaz got popped for marijuana, which who the hell cares? Everybody knows he would get popped for that. Um, hey, if John Jones did away with cocaine. Right? And yeah, Johnny the, the, the Diaz thing with the mar- marijuana is sort of like a little non-story there. But it does. It puts, like, the UFC, man, I think it's been, although it hit that rise, like, like Dana White was perfect to take the company to its ascension. But then also he brought it to that ascension. There's a difference between, you know, uh, like obviously, like running a startup, then managing a profitable company once it's there, and they're uh, just like I don't know. Like I, I think it's I think the mixed martial arts with like the head injuries, all these drug tests, it's a declining sport. I really believe that. All right, we got to end things off, but, right? uh, but we'll can you know pick up this. This is a conversation I would love to have in another in another show. Um, I think the main thing to take away from tonight's show is just they did a a big disservice to Roman Reigns uh, and just made him look really stupid uh, and idiot, you know, just look in the way you he... you defending your boy. No, I'm not a, I mean, I'm not a Roman Reigns fan, but the, I, I don't completely blame him for the situation he's in. And they did him a huge disservice because not only did they make him look like an idiot in his decision-making, but they basically showed, okay, we're going to backtrack this shit because, uh, you know, Roman Reigns isn't, you know, maybe he's not the guy... It's just like if you're going to do it, once you made that decision to have him win the Royal Rumble, you just go with it. You should just go with it. Because this isn't, you know, this, but but anyway, I, unfortunately, we do have to end things up. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Barbershop Window Podcast. Continue to listen to this and all our other episodes at blogtalkradio.com, iTunes, and Stitcher. Follow us on Twitter at IamCVigilante, at Zanzanator, and at ShaneWinter14. And just continue listening to each and every episode when we actually do them. Tell your friends and family about us. Just spread the word. Help us uh, get our name out there, and we will continue to try to do uh, better shows each and every time out. Uh, So everyone here... Yes. 
good night to my friends Rob and Shane, and good night to everyone else out there. Bye, guys. Night. It was a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. It was. I mean, I almost feel sorry for women. Oh, I know, but uh, they bought into that. It was, like, uh, so easy to manipulate them. I mean, we didn't even have to mention stripping Roman of the match at WrestleMania. I don't even think anybody's aware that contractually, we can't even do that. <laughs> I know. Don't want to be an American idiot. Don't want a nation that does a new media.